Okay, here we go. Pancreation Philosophy, episode 160. I'm your host, Pocholo Cruz. Welcome, viewers, listeners, partakers of the show. Thank you for either watching, listening, or however you're consuming this. Reading via Braille, maybe one day. Someone else telling you about the podcast. Yeah, someone else telling you about the podcast. Yeah, in great detail. But be sure you're liking, subscribing, writing reviews, telling your friends, telling your non-friends, telling telling random people, having a sign. Yeah, just spread the word of Pancreation Philosophy. And we'd like to thank the sponsoring philosophers. We have Shiloh Cleofi, Ryan Big Wang, and Tom Kravitz. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Thank you to uh, Habrock Sports. That's Habrock Sports at HabrockSports.com. They have nutrition, MMA gear, and BJJ. You can uh, you can help support the show by using promo code Pancration. You get a discount at the online store. Then also you can pick up some Pancration Philosophy merch on Spreadshirt.com. That's Spreadshirt and look up Pancration Philosophy. Okay. And now, let's see, we have a guest here. Guest, introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Livia. I've been training grappling jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. for about five months. Okay. Why? That's a great question. Yes. Um, well, there were definitely a few things that drew me to training martial arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I guess I'll go through the short list. I mean, I would say that probably the most childlike reason was it looked fun and cool. It looked fun and cool. Okay. (laughs) Yes. And so I thought that I wanted to try something that made me feel more ninja. Try something that made you feel more ninja. Okay. Yes. And where had you, I guess, like seen, like what was your reference point for martial arts before practicing it yourself? Um, well, I would say, uh, I would say media. Media? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was interested in trying it because, um, yeah, I was interested, right? But it took me a while to find something that looked like real martial arts. So when you say real martial arts, like, what do you mean? Well, I try to tell me other martial arts aren't real. Um, some. I mean, definitely, like, a lot of kids' classes were... What? Like... <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah. Um, I think I tried a kids' class, and, like, we spent a long time, like, this is how you make a fist, and then I got bored. Oh. Um <laughs> Got it. I hate so, to burst your bubble, but actually, we've been teaching you wrong on purpose <laughs> as a joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, hey, we all know the cow goes bark. But anyway, continue. Yeah, and so then I guess uh, there was also I guess like the more pragmatic aspect of like feeling like learning, knowing how to fight would be pretty useful to me. Okay. Are um, you just fighting in the streets, the mean streets? <laughs> the mean streets. Um, I mean, I have a friend, Callie Chris. That's what he does. Mm. On these mean streets. streets. Yeah. He's not fighting people on apps, that's for sure. Mm. Um, Well, I mean, I've seen mean streets and definitely figured it it would be nice to know how to fight. Got it. (laughs) So I guess what made those streets mean? Oh, 
Um, was it a disposition on the streets? There was a disposition yeah. on the streets. Like, how so? Like, hmm. Just... Time to talk shit about your town of sorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, um... I mean, I live a pretty sheltered existence, so I don't know what mean streets look like, mm-hmm. so could you describe? Sure, yeah. I guess, uh... There might be occasions where mm-hmm. you're just taking the humble train in downtown LA, and okay. then you've got um, belligerent, hostile yeah. 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 folks, and then yeah. um, you know maybe you're going to a community garden, and that's just and, the nuns. Yeah, yeah, and you know like it was supposed to be like bring your machete to work day, bring to your cut, machete to work to day. work yeah. to cut the vines. Yeah, yeah, but it just or the fruit. You know? Yeah, it just didn't occur to you that day. <laughs> There's but, all these people with machetes. But, you know, like, yeah. if if you remembered um, bring your machete to work day, then yes. you'd look like a psycho bitch mm-hmm. and they wouldn't harass you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Every day is bring machete to work see, day for me. This is why yeah. you don't need I'm here cutting to... prices. Yes. <laughs> I'm a slasher. What? You Sounds should lock like me you up. Sounds like you just bring a machete instead of learning all this jujitsu crap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... I'm kind of a forgetful person at times, so... So you forgot your machete when it was bringing your machete to work there? Yeah, but I'll never be able to forget my jujitsu. At least I hope not. I mean, maybe I go amnesia. Sometimes I feel that like that when I roll. Okay. So. Okay. So trying to defend yourself on, on, on the mean streets. That's right. Okay. And then... Yeah, seeing it on the media and I guess looking for real martial arts. So I guess once again, like, what would your definition of a real martial art like be? Um, I would say that a real martial art can definitely, uh, damage someone physically. Like a a key blast. Mm. I guess, a key blast. Yeah. We haven't taught you that one yet? No, not yet. Don't worry, don't worry, that that comes in, uh, month seven. Mm. Oh, cool. Okay. But, uh... I'll be ready. You won't be. That's what they all say. Ugh, yeah, that's exactly what Ludwig said. Anyway, yeah, so something, yeah, something that that you, a real martial art, and you feel like you've been uh, practicing that so far. Yeah, I've learned that um, people, uh, I think, mm-hmm. are can be remarkably strong and remarkably easy to break. Mm. Yeah, um, and so. That's been a pretty intriguing part of this journey. Okay. Yeah. And I guess, like, so what do you mean by being remarkably easy to break? Well, uh, I think I perceive a submission to Mm -hmm. be a checkmate, a bodily checkmate. Okay. um, I mean, that's when they mentally broke. mm. Yeah. So there's that aspect for sure. But there's, uh... I met the person applying. Yeah. Uh... Uh, Tony Ferguson defense. Exactly. (laughs) You see that right there? My arm fully hyperextended? That's when I knew Charles. (laughs) Broke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so... Like, arm bars, kimuras, Mm -hmm. uh... Chokes. The various ways to... Like, yeah, what I've realized is, I guess, uh... You know, like with uh, tapping, mm-hmm. if there was no tap, I guess like a tap is kind of a concession that 
mm-hmm. you could have yeah broken my body and killed me right yeah so, yeah um but i guess if you don't have to so that's pretty cool i guess that's why it's called the gentle art <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to but it'd be cool if you did right <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. with, I guess, like, striking, um, I think you can, you kind of have to keep damaging someone in order to end a fight. Yeah. But I think with jiu-jitsu, there's the, yeah, I guess the submission is, I could damage you, but, mm-hmm. you know, so the fight's over, right? Yeah. So, and then I guess how I came across jiu-jitsu in particular, yeah. that was pretty coincidental coincidental like how so like how did you come across it um yeah so i on the mean streets i did not see jujitsu being implemented on the mean streets what okay (laughs) but um yeah i had been you know i'd made friends Mm -hmm. who had various experiences in (laughs) Martial arts. Okay. Yeah, they're real pieces of crap. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, well, I guess, um, you know, like one of my uh, piece of crap friends, uh, Yeah. we took a field trip to the AMC mm-hmm. um, about last March. Oh. So you saw, like, it on the big screen? No. No? Um, the movie theater? No, well, I no. went to the... The HQ. HQ. Oh, yeah. it's like the oh, biggest movie. The biggest movie theater, the <laughs> Cineplex. Where it's um really 3D. 3D. Mm. Oh yeah. wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I never. I always feel like it's the same movie. I never bother getting like the 3D tickets, honestly. But anyway. Yeah. yeah so it was um it was free the show. The fr- show was free. The show wow. was free. Why are you flexing on us like that? <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. So I was there and I was watching. Mm-hmm the classes and it looked fun and interesting okay and okay uh <clears throat> i was sitting down and endo was also sitting down mm. and he rambled about how awesome jujitsu was mm. and i was like and it was a pleasant conversation okay and then we parted ways yeah and then coronavirus yeah and hey, you guys showed up like right when everything started right yeah, just that's, exactly. That's kind of tragic. Yep. Great timing. But... Great timing, yeah. And so then uh, martial arts did not cross my mind for several more months after that. Okay. Until, I guess, a fateful day in August. when okay. uh, Mean streets. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was in the mean streets of Kirkland. Ah, yes. <laughs> and Bad neighborhoods from what I've heard there. Yeah. And... Um, I'm with um, my piece of crap friend, yeah. and we're enjoying the mean streets. But yeah. when we see, then you met two more the meanest, yeah. <laughs> the, the meanest, meanest <laughs> yeah. on the streets, yeah. um, Sir, Sir yeah. Ender, and Sir Endo, mm-hmm. and uh, oh no no, we prefer the term senpai. Yeah. <laughs> senpai. Okay. No no no. Okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> well. Mean um, streets, yes. But well, we kind of... Yeah, we... <laughs> and, uh, my friend remarks, you know, that guy looks deceptively buff and familiar. I don't know why he said deceptively. Deceptively. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty... Yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. 
you know, you, yeah, yeah, that's like saying you're deceptively fast. Like, yeah. you know, really, I thought you were crap, but <laughs> yeah. guess you're not. Yeah. It, it's, well, hence yeah. piece of crap friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, I thought we were the piece yeah. of crap friends. Right. Well, yeah. No, Ender, it's like that. You know, you know when I if you, when you win most improved once, that's a big deal. When you keep but winning you it, keep winning, you're like, how bad hey, come on, coach. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was that kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, deceptively buff. <laughs> that is such a bad God. Yeah. Oh man. You're surprisingly smart. <laughs> I thought you'd be a dumbass. Yeah. Thanks. It's like, whoa, I thought you'd have, like, noodle arms. <laughs> Can you lift stuff with that balsa wood frame of yours? But, uh, anyway, yeah. go on. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, then, yeah, we notice your existence. We notice that you are familiar faces. <laughs> Notice your <laughs> well, deceptively familiar. Yes, deceptively <laughs> familiar. familiar. Would have been yeah. pretty easy to just walk right past your existence. I yeah. think that's what I was expecting. <laughs> that's what most people do. Yeah, and uh, well, that didn't happen. And then <laughs> it's like, oh, that's where we know you from. Mm. And uh, um, I guess can I'm, I interject? Oh, I'm go sorry. For it. Um, yeah. From my point of view, because you mostly talk to Endo, I. I had no idea who you two were, and I felt so bad the entire time. You're like, oh, yeah, we recognize you from AMC. And I'm like, oh, word. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you, people. Oh, man, I definitely know you. Don't worry, you would never forget someone from AMC. Gabe. But yeah. Yeah, I know who we Okay, yeah. Yeah, well. Um, so I feel, I feel bad. Don't feel bad. But I'm I mean, glad we know each other now. <laughs> I got an interact with you at AMC. I think I like noticed your existence mm. when you were rolling. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're pointed... rolling the film? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. At the movie theater. Yes. Like, right. And I guess Endo pointed you out to me also. So. Oh, okay. So I think also like seeing you two together... Um, you almost think like they're related (laughs) (laughs) right but if it was maybe just one of you I might have might have been easier to miss you guys sure yeah yeah Um, but that it was the pair Um, (laughs) the pair of just good old good old pals (laughs) that just happened to go everywhere together (laughs) wait wait you guys live (laughs) wait wait, we live together (laughs) yeah and I don't remember the details of what we said other than, um, oh, we know you. Yeah. Mm. But I guess I was, yeah, so I had, um. I was just kind of like, yeah, of course you know me. I had gone, like, <laughs> Why wouldn't oh, you? some of my many adoring fans. Yes. Like the, the Jay White method. Of course. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, of course you know me. Yes. Yeah, so I guess I'm new to the area, so oh. I wanted to make myself at home, make new friends, mm-hmm. all this. And so it's like, oh, and like, why don't we do, why don't we train together? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I asked and you guys were open to it. So that was cool. And the rest is history. The rest is history. Where <laughs> did you move from? You mentioned that you were new here. Mm, yeah. Where so you, I guess like- You mentioned LA? Yeah. So that was like- California? <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> the best. Some would say. <laughs> Some would say. <laughs> California. The best state. Right. Yeah. The Germany of the world. Yes. The, ger- the Germany of the world. Yes. Yes. Uh, shout out to Cali Chris. Yeah. 
Lover of California, mm-hmm. lover of German vehicles. Anyway, go on. Yeah, the most lovely streets. Yes, the loveliest of streets. <laughs> Except when Cali Chris is around, then every street is a mean street. Yes. Well, so I aspire to also contribute to the meanness of streets, I suppose. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yes, that's where I am on my journey. Um, nice, making the streets meaner. Mm. I, I try. I try. <laughs> We approve of your goals. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, big goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I relocated from there, uh, which, for various reasons. Various reasons. Various reasons, uh, which, uh, I guess I had gone out of debt and then quit my job and okay. decided to bicycle across the country. Okay. Where I happened upon Washington. And then I happened upon um, my first piece of crap friend, mm-hmm. which finally led to more piece of crap friendships. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And so... Boom, boom, boom. That's what brings me here now. Okay. Which I'm... I guess with Rona times, it's mm. uh, kind of been a challenge to make myself at home. Mm. But uh, I would say that jujitsu has created that for me in okay large part what did you used to do to make yourself at home mm. well that's a great question <laughs> uh, it's almost like i do this yeah. right uh <clears throat> well before yeah before jujitsu i was Doing a lot of solitary activities, mm-hmm. um, definitely a lot of reading and studying, and I built a yurt, which is kind of like a home. Built, <laughs> built a yurt? I built a yurt. Okay. Yeah. And so, I, I guess what prompted that? Um, well, I... That's a gr- also a great question. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I can understand that, you know, reading, studying, common, but building a yurt... Not as common. It's not as common, no. But, uh, I Unle- guess... Unless you're reading and studying how to build a yurt, then that would make sense. Yeah. True. I mean, a little bit of that. So you, okay. But not primarily. Not primarily? Yeah. It, your building kind of just happened? Well, I guess I had, um, yeah, uh, fantasized a little bit about this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, plan to fire and like in a tiny home on a piece of land. With, okay. Um, and like start a laboratory and all this. Okay. So become a mad scientist. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And. And how does the yurt play into this? Serendipity. Uh, what? I, okay. Yeah. Also, kind of like fateful meetings. Um, I was in LA mm-hmm. and. Um, <clears throat> I was not impressed with my wage slaving situation. With your wage slave? Okay. And yeah. that's why you left that job? Well, I guess, um, yeah, I hopped around, but I decided that, you know, like, yeah, so I decided to, uh, yeah, so my housing in the mean streets is pretty expensive. So I had this grand plan to mm-hmm. uh, b- 
build out a house on wheels. Okay. And then kill my debt and then advance yeah. towards building my mad science laboratory. Okay. Which... Logical decision. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, th- and that's what the yurt was? That was like a rough draft of the house on wheels? Well, the yurt was... Uh, I was... Yeah, experimenting with this vehicle dwelling thing. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess... Uh, word leaked that I was doing that, which I was trying to keep it on the down low. And then... It was a hidden yurt. Mm. Mm. Well, well, then someone said, oh, well, hey, there's this... Um, People who have people who live in RVs and tents yeah. on their land sometimes. Yeah. Which maybe you should hit them up. Nice. Which I did. So then you have a mobile lab. Mm. Yeah. And then okay. they said, well, hey, you can stay here if you build us a yurt. <laughs> so that, okay. So through that, that's how you got tasked in building a yurt. Yes. Okay. And then that. Uh, became a home for about two years. So you lived in that yurt. I did for two years. Yeah. On the same uh, with the on the RV land. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was an interesting experience, and I. Okay. Learned stuff about, I guess the various infrastructures of how, like human civilization does everything, right? And. Okay. Like, like, from food, water, housing, manufacturing, and uh, I guess this off-grid experiment kind of uh, helped me understand what those challenges are, and kind of un- also figure out like what are humans' needs and what do we consume water and energy for, and okay. so. I found that it was an insightful experience, mm-hmm. and it kind of motivated me to want to explore the possibility of going school and learning how to maybe just yeah change that infrastructure that it contributes to climate change, right? Which how do we <clears throat> Like, you know, what's the stuff of civilization that we require to support mm-hmm. billions of people? I mm-hmm. guess we require you know, this global net of polymers, ceramics, and metals, right? And mm-hmm. um, we don't know how to create without creating air pollution, water pollution, uh, you name it, right? Deforestation. Mm-hmm. And, but I think there is a way to create really advanced, sophisticated materials, uh, and redo the industrial revolution in a way that is closed loop and okay. ecologically sustainable. Because I mean, natural systems create uh, without pollution and waste all the time. Really sophisticated, okay, exotic stuff. So, um, so yeah. Then I I got motivated to relocate for, I guess, to feel like I could progress towards some. Longer range goals. Longer range goals. Okay. Among other reasons. Like changing the infrastructure. Yeah. Okay. So. Among other reasons, other reasons being. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess personal reasons. Okay. Um, wanting a fresh start, I guess. Okay. Yeah. 
and then you got on a bike and left is that what happened pretty much pretty much okay <laughs> just peace peace out yurt yeah yep got on that bike and then ended up meeting like and just ended up in washington well yeah and then uh yep made you know started to make friends okay uh got a job here which kind of uh been just in time for rona to take it away yeah yeah <laughs> so that was awkward yeah but i guess i didn't want to give up on making this place home yeah so uh decided to come back okay what about this place did you find so interesting aside from the fact that it's the best <laughs> well, best coast, best coast. Yeah. <laughs> i um let's see I would say that it seemed like there was a lot of growth happening mm-hmm. in terms of like people moving in and uh, like you know new technologies being created and also there was also I guess like the um, I was I came in the summer where it was you know just climatically really beautiful too uh, so I definitely. Yeah, we don't really have smog. Yeah, you don't have smog. Um, I didn't have to, like, you know, dodge cars on my bike, and that was nice. Um, <clears throat> I guess um, I just had good first impressions. Okay. And I Critical. also got to the point where I needed to just, like, pick something and stick with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And decide just to pick, yeah. Yeah. Pick pick this place. Okay. Yeah, where I guess like you know like anywhere can there's many places in the world that can be home, right? Yeah. So just pick and uh, pick and go with it. Pick and go with it, yeah. and go outside. And go outside. And, uh, <laughs> and talk. <laughs> and, okay. Okay. Yeah. So now back to the training aspect. So. So you you started so you started training right? Why why are you still training? I would say that uh, it's fun that it's keeps fun. me coming back. Okay. I mean, it's I amazing. Was, we we try and get her to quit so many times. It just keeps coming. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I think yeah. So I. I mean, it's, you know, for one, like, I definitely have made wonderful friends through it. Mm. And yeah, I'm pretty wonderful. <laughs> Wonderfully modest. <laughs> and, uh, but it's also, um, really, like, mentally stimulating. Okay. And I would say it's also, like, really thrilling to have those new gains, mm-hmm. which, I mean... Eventually, I guess, you know, like, that rate of progress will change, but, uh, like, the act of playing the game of jiu-jitsu is also just enjoyable in its own right, where, I guess, yeah, I'm definitely motivated by the, you know, like, growth and kind of, like, there seems to be kind of an endless ceiling Mm -hmm. to keep growing, Mm -hmm. um, but also... I feel like I've learned how to enjoy the present. Uh-huh. Um, 
which I think... That's deep. <laughs> I try. I mean, um, I mean, I would say that in the past, mm-hmm. obsessing over... Uh, obsessing over progress yeah. and the future mm-hmm. has hindered my learning in other areas. Mm, how so? Uh, well, if I'm worrying about trying to be good at something, then I'm not doing the thing. <laughs> so I think that's the most basic. Like To get good at anything, you have to do it. And if you're obsessing over your self-image of if you're you know, this or that, then you're not doing the work, which, and then of course, the act of doing um, is really immersive, mm-hmm. and I think it's a state of flow for me, so it's very difficult to have kind of useless, anxious thoughts about. Mm-hmm. If you're immersed in the thing. So yeah. pretty much you're saying just do it. Yes, just mm-hmm. do it. Make your dreams. just do it. You know, <laughs> don't let your dreams be dreams. Mm-hmm. If you're tired, <laughs> of starting over. over. Stop, Stop giving, giving up. up. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think um, power stance. I think um, Endo's mantra is positive thinking, mm. and. Yeah, that's kind of my mantra, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, same, same. Same, same. <laughs> I think um, it's essential Okay. Uh, to learning. Okay. Uh, where I think when I... I feel like when I take the most out of a training session, it had everything to do with my state of mind. Mm-hmm. And... Furthermore, uh, the act of rolling puts me in a good state of mind, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, just with the endorphins, the state of flow. And also there's this childlike aspect to it where I feel like I'm a kid again. I feel like I'm playing. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, I mean, it's kind of interesting, right? I mean, I guess... uh, Like, I grew up with some violence, right? And I never imagined that... You grew up with violence? I couldn't imagine, but could you describe it? Oh, yeah, well, just domestic violence. Oh, domestic violence, yeah. Yeah, so, um... I did not imagine... Mm -hmm. Uh, to do... To have this, like, completely Mm -hmm. different feeling Mm -hmm. and experience Mm -hmm. around violence. Around violence, yeah. When I'm, uh... When I'm training, right? Yeah. Which it does, it feels like... It feels like a game. It feels like Got it. Um, when yeah, my brother and I were little kids and we'd, we'd play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, and so um, I think... And then, of course, uh, being in that positive state of mind, uh, like it affects uh, that I'm paying attention to... Uh, a role where like to have a you know clear head I'm more observant of what's happening I have more of a vision I can uh, think about and reflect more on you know what just happened and 
and talk about it, which I think to have useless thoughts, um, you blind yourself and Mm -hmm. you don't, and it's like you're not really there rolling, right? Mm -hmm. But with jiu-jitsu in particular, I think something that makes it, um, compared to learning other things, Mm -hmm. it's pretty hard to get distracted when you're rolling, Mm -hmm. Um, right? I mean, like especially like once like someone like in the heat of it mm-hmm. when you're like defending mm-hmm. chokes or you know like pretty much you're, you're forced to focus you're forced to focus mm-hmm. and so i think um yeah the act of itself is conducive to i guess this positive like mental state and then practicing having a more like useful state of thinking also sets me up for success when I go in to train from the beginning. Uh, and so for me, um, I guess, yeah, it's just mentally really engaging. Hmm. Uh, it's kind of intellectually stimulating too, um, where, yeah, it does feel like a chess game, like hmm. an embodied chess game. Mm-hmm. Um, Reminds me a little bit of Go too, with um, where in Go, like you're trying to occupy space mm. and control space, and uh, Jiu-Jitsu is kind of like that too. And there's also this kind of a tactical aspect of uh, anticipating making an opponent do something. Which mm-hmm. I mean, of course, right now I'm still pretty reactive. Yeah. But. Uh, <clears throat> That's something I definitely notice, and I'm trying to uh, evolve to do to have more sophisticated gameplay. Yeah. And, but then there's yeah, there's this social community aspect uh, where, yeah, it feels like I've have a jujitsu family here, mm. and it's therapeutic, um, and yeah, just joyful and it's I feel like it's the one thing right now that's creating a sense of home right where mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there was nothing to create stability in my life before this mm-hmm. uh, especially with coronavirus okay but having the routine of training um, has incentivized me to like design the rest of my day around that too where mm-hmm. Like, well, if I, you know, eat and sleep um, routinely, that's going to set me up for success, Mm -hmm. like more success when I go train. And then I'm filling in like all these other areas of my life by just starting with one uh, routine thing that, yeah, brings joy. Mm -hmm. So I would say that this journey has been pretty transformative to me and now I really can't see myself not doing it. Okay. So you're pretty entrapped in this now. Yeah. Like I... Got him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. That's how they get you in that Ponzi scheme. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's just been a blast. Okay. And, uh, 
I'm. It's almost like you get to be your own boss. Mm. So jujitsu is now your yurt. Mm. I guess so. Mm. I mean, although I would say that I would say that like jujitsu is more mine. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I say that it will. Well, I mean, it's irreversibly changed me, right? And it's mm-hmm. continuing to. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's something I want to be doing for indefinitely. Okay. So, and I've also, yeah, surprised myself with what I'm, you know, capable of. I didn't think I could do as and accomplish as much as I have so far. So, it's been a... Yeah, amazing journey of, uh, yeah, discovering what the body can do, and also, I guess what the mind can do, right? Uh, so, I just look forward to continuing. So when you say, like, what what the body can do, like, were you involved in sports or, or in any active thing, I mean, other than cycling that you mentioned before? Not really. No. Yeah. Uh, I would say I've done a lot of um, hiking. Hiking? And okay. Backpacking. Uh, so let's see. I tried, tried uh, a couple of sports okay. uh, when I was a small child, but didn't stick with anything long term. And I guess what, what made you not stick with them? Mm hmm. I would say that I would say that I had a more negative state of mind back then. Hmm. Um, I think I'd get disappointed by uh, perceived failures, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of shut my own progress down. So, and then I guess. Um, other things took priority. Okay. Um, so, I don't know, I guess, I'm not sure what exactly has, over enough time, I've changed enough. <laughs> Change itself, like, mind-wise? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, definitely, uh, <clears throat> would say that my baseline of thinking is much more positive. More positive? Okay. Yeah, just much more... Just, I think more useful thoughts, and I think less useless thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, like... So what was the difference? Like, what... I guess what perpetuated, like, the useless thoughts, like, now that you're thinking more useful thoughts in comparison? Hmm. Um, what perpetuated the useless thoughts? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I would say that Yeah, I mean, I it's hard to think of something specific. Uh, I would say that I did not have particularly good self-esteem. Mhm. And maybe to And I think the 
I think that led to a fear of failure. Mm. And of course, um, the fear of failure is pretty useless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, failure is never going to be as bad as the fear as the fear of failure. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, I think I hit a point where like there's just no other way to live. Mm. Uh, I could, you know, keep living in fear of failure and yeah. not really living or just you know or i guess just give up um this uh give up this ego right i mean mm -hmm. it's weird to think people don't think of i guess people with like a negative self-esteem as egotistic but they are i mean um that's why it's uh so self-sabotaging, right? Yeah. Because they're obsessed with a self-image. And um, so it's like, okay, well, who cares? Be stupid, right? <laughs> um, yeah. No. Just do, like, no, if, if, the, if, like, the worst way to live is to, like, be stupid, then okay. Well, at least you get to the privilege to... Mm -hmm. live and act in the world right <laughs> for sure no I, I see what you mean it's just like the self-sabotage people it's it's a very it's a very centrist view of, of the world like they can't see kind of beyond their own their own self-image like from that like it, it casts a shadow upon like what they what they do in life yeah 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 and um I think I also saw that, uh, I think what maybe changed this for me was also I did this exercise where I wrote out the story of my life. Okay, the story of your life. Yes, on paper to better understand it. Okay. And why things happened the way they did. Okay. And it showed me that it helped me see I guess the causes and conditions behind uh, everything huh that's a pretty interesting exercise okay yeah behind like, you know why things happened the way they did why I they like it was bound to be that way and why I was thinking the way I was thinking yeah that doesn't come out of thin air it's not some like intrinsic like, yeah it's not just there there it is the way you think yeah mm -hmm. it's not um like there isn't like some permanent essential mm -hmm. nature like some or self that's the reality that's a fabrication mm -hmm. right and you are you know a set of conditioned phenomena mm -hmm. and you see what conditioned you to um do or think what you did and um, you have, right now, you have the agency to, um, modulate some of the causes and conditions to, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to change yourself, uh, create the causes and conditions to become who you'd rather be, mm. right? And so, okay. I, I think that exercise, 
helped me integrate the past and uh, invest in the present mm -hmm. and abandon a really useless idea of uh, who the self or individual Livia is mm. and uh, grow out of it into something different. What made you do that exercise? Hmm. That's a great question also. <laughs> I don't know how I do it. <laughs> uh, I would say that I felt that I had, yeah, I had this feeling that uh, I did not want to a year to pass and to find that I was doing the exact same thing. Mm. Can't imagine that. <laughs> I've seen nothing in my life to suggest that it happens to people. Yeah, and so I, yeah, I guess I had this vision of, like, what my life could be and who mm -hmm. I could be. Like, I wrote out, <clears throat> I guess, um, you know, my, like, my character flaws, right, and my character virtues that I currently had. And, you know, like, if the virtues or the flaws, like, you know, like, if, you know, like, maybe every, by day to day, one wins over the other, like, what kind Wait, of person You guys are getting character virtues? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't really find anything past the first half. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I started to really think about my trajectory and really didn't want to just find that time past me and that I blinked and turned old mm -hmm. and <laughs> and then your dreams died mm. you know yep <laughs> pretty much mm -hmm. old like 32 yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you might as well die at that point yeah okay well i think that's a pretty interesting thing well in terms of uh looking inward to like to figure out because i think so uh so many people they don't I don't think they quite understand that that the internal like uh the internal thought process and the internal mindset is really what dictates a lot of their lives that they're really unaware of like from there. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I had a lot of time to introspect mm. also. Mm. So kind of lucky for that. Mm -hmm. Where I guess um Maybe if I didn't have time to, maybe if I, um, for example, had a lot of conventional success and conventional success and, and define conventional success where maybe my life followed this linear career trajectory mm -hmm. and, uh, there were no hiccups or failures or yeah. whatsoever. Uh -huh. Might not have time, had time to think about Got it. where exactly I was going and what was actually important to me so so if you had conventional success you thought you think you might not have 
had gone through this thought exercise, like, from there? Yeah, I might not have. Yeah. I mean, I might not have, have even had the time to think. Yeah. Which... Just the usual, you know, money over everything kind of mindset. Yeah. Mm. And I think... I mean, I think um, I needed a pretty big disruption mm. to... Uh, change the inner workings of my mind, right? Which I would say they were... They needed work. They were pretty corrupted. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so that was kind of the catalyst for change. Yeah. Like from, from there. And I guess it's a continuous thing, because it's not like, that was one thing, and now it's all fixed. There it is. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. We did it. <laughs> yeah, we did it. No more problems. So I guess, like, how goes the ongoing process then? Hmm. Like, because, you know, it's, like, as you said, it's it's a continual thing. Yeah. So I would say that, um, I would say that my baseline of mm-hmm. is just improving. Improving, yeah. Yeah. I mean... I really just don't think the use, like, many of the useless thoughts I used to think. Mm. Uh, And I would say I have more constancy of mind. Mm. And I think, yeah, finding constancy in one thing started to affect, create constancy in every other area, too. Okay. Yeah. So, and... Yeah, straight up moving a lot is great, too. Okay. uh, So, now I find... Yeah, I just find that... I guess what I apply when I'm training... Mm -hmm. uh, I'm starting to apply off-mat, too. And just Mm -hmm. make what the mind is doing really continuous in my conscious activity. Got it. Just putting it into practice? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like I never really stepped off the mat, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, makes sense. It's like once you get, well, because once you get a sense of, yeah, progress, it's you see that it's the same structure through most, I mean, pretty much everything. It's the way I think about it. It's like how you do the small things is how you're going to do all things like from, from there. So that kind of consistency, that kind of like thoughtfulness and follow through, that's going to matter like in, in anything that you do. Yeah. So I'm still, I guess I would say that with the virus, a lot of things still feel like they're on relatively on hold, mm. but I find that I'm taking more consistent action and, uh, yeah, like taking initiative to make contact more also and rolling for initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rolling for initiative, mm-hmm. which Actually, that's something that I would like to improve in my rolling also, Mm. where I think... Just do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where um, I would say that I'm pretty, like, trepidatious Mm. in 
when I don't know what quite what to do. Mm. But um, yeah, practicing, like trying something, and just just to see what happens um, is yeah something I'm forced to practice when I do jujitsu, and I guess now I'm trying to applying that to life too. And mm. I, I mean, I do think that. Like, it's changing me at a much deeper level, too, right? It's not just about getting good at fighting. But, like, I think my personality is changing, too. Mm. In a positive way. In a positive way, yeah. Altering your life story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heading towards the direction you want to go. Yeah. Yes, um being more experimental with life, mm-hmm. uh, more, more open to learning. More open to learning? Yeah, like what other things are you learning or experimenting on mm. other than your mad scientist lab that you're developing? Hmm. Uh, I would say it's primarily the two of those. <laughs> so the mad scientist lab? Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, so I guess how how goes that progress? Um, it's going well. Um, I've gotten my name out to more people than before. So, as a mad scientist, yes, okay, pretty much. Yep. Is yeah. there so is there like a forum that you guys go or like a meetup? Mm, well, I know there are meetups. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there more Discord now? Yeah. Yeah, there's um, there's the humble email. Humble um, email, yeah. Yep. Is that what it's called? The or or, or no, you're just That's saying the email it. is humble. <laughs> it's oh. a pretty humble. Like Instead it's, of the mo- yeah. It's ancient technology. Like, oh, ancient te- ancient technology. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's humble. Got it. Yes. Yes. And um, let's see. As opposed to like arrogant what <laughs> social media. <laughs> yeah, I guess mm-hmm. I don't know, like t- Twitter. Twitter, okay. Yeah. But. So, yeah, not just, I guess, solitary stuff, but also if I want to make it real, I have to uh, <clears throat> I have to do stuff. Make my existence known. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So, but, what's your plan for that? You're going to make a shrink ray? Hmm. Or a freeze ray? Freeze ray. Freeze ray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I know that um, there's a this movie, which oh, damn it, was it called? They it's about releasing uh, this chemical into the atmosphere mm-hmm. to reverse climate change mm-hmm. and um, induce global cooling. Okay. And um, it caused an ice age. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Who left the fridge open? <laughs> I think I need to be more tactical with um, the freeze ray idea if I'm gonna go for that. So, so more tactical freeze ray. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I guess Fully I haven't automatic ruled, freeze ray. I haven't ruled out the option. Okay. R- ruled out the option. Okay. So you see, that's the thing. Clearly, I'm not an aspiring mad scientist. <laughs> so what? What? What are you like? Like. Is it like under wraps? Can you not say it? Or, or, we yeah. understand. Uh, in danger of becoming an organ donor, you know? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, 
that is something to consider. Um, I mean, I think what would be really cool is to <clears throat> take donated organs and um, be... Wait till Sid hears about that. Right. <laughs> Sid's like, I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! I knew they were it. among us this whole time. Yeah. So you're, you're trying to be one of the people Sid's afraid of. Pretty much as Sid was talking through his whole tirade, you were just, Livy was like, he knows. <laughs> Taking yeah. notes. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, He's going to go first. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, he has to go. He knows too much. Imagine being able to take organs and uh, reconfigure the molecules into uh, <clears throat> high-grade polymers to make... Uh, parachutes for uh, you know landing on landings on exoplanets. Yeah. No, I, I can't imagine that. No, that's insane. But, but, <laughs> that's, Sid, that's where your organs Sid, are going. That's where your organs are going. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're going in space. Well, not you, but your organs will be there. Okay. I think that's something to be proud of. Yeah. Sure. See, Sid, that that's what she says as she was harvest your organs. Yeah. You'll thank yeah. me yeah. in the afterlife. <laughs> you'll you'll yeah. thank me. <laughs> like, I'll see, you you finally done something with your life, Sid. Mm. Okay. But yeah. So is that really like one of your? So okay. So we're talking about experiments, but I guess in terms of like your lab, like, mm. uh, are you constructing a lab? Like, what are some like what are top five items that someone needs in every mad scientist lab? Oh. I, that's a really good question. Um, if I could think of a top five. Um, Tell them about trying to find a, your met, a mentor. Oh. Made some ground in that. I, I guess I kind of mentioned that, yeah. So you're trying to find a mad scientist mentor. I need a mad well, scientist. Yeah. Are you putting it out in the world, though? Any mad scientists out there listening? Well, yeah, I guess... Um, you know my first name, so. <laughs> um, Not really putting your name out there, mm. but yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. You just need to find more piece of crap friends. Yeah. I, I do need more piece of crap friends, so. You need a piece of crap mentor, mm. mad scientist. That's, that's exactly right. So I can be, like, a piece of crap mad scientist with a piece of crap organs. <laughs> there you go. And, um, mm -hmm. so I guess a mad scientist needs a lair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what we're talking about. We're, we're constructing it. Yeah. Or we're talking about items that you need for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm thinking, um, I need a vat of organs. A vat of organs. Maybe some yeast. Uh, some, some ye yeast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe some algae and bacteria. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. and, um, <clears throat> I'm going to need some source of. Uh, renewable energy. Okay. Um, let's see. Might need some type of um, system to move fluids. Um, what else? Maybe sunlight. Okay. Uh, I think the only limit is my imagination, really. Okay. And then... Yeah, so all of it's your imagination. You're working towards that, working towards finding a mentor. Do you have any, like, mad scientists in mind that you would want to become your mentor? Like, in an ideal world, who would be your mentor? Oh, yeah, well, there's, um... Like, uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz? Uh, well, Dr. Wiley, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Doofenshmirtz, Evil Incorporated. 
Yeah, so I guess I I'm on the prowl. I've um, taken down a couple of names, um, made contact with one, which is you know, okay. a good start. How, yeah, how do you find these people? Mad Scientist Weekly? Um, I wish it was that easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's kind of difficult. I mean... I mean, for sure, Mad Scientists don't. Yeah, definitely um, the internet, persistence, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of persistence. Yeah. And then... So, I mean, actually to any mad scientists listening... Yeah. Um, As we know, there are. <laughs> I, I'm very curious about that process myself. Okay. And optimizing it. Um, and yeah, expanding my network of piece of crap mad scientist friends appeals yeah. to me. So yeah. So any mad scientists out there? Okay. And is there like any certain like field? Well, I guess we talk about freeze ray, but. I guess climate, like reversing climate change, is that, is that kind of what you're aiming towards? Yeah. Okay. And also, I guess making it so that we create, like anything humans create from here on out, is, like, won't even have the capacity to, be ecologically harmful. Mm. Like where we, like not just like fix this um, immediate problem, but yeah, we learn how to actually create anything with. Um, with positive impact, right? Because okay. why not? I mean... For sustainability? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, lots of um, other networks and organisms in the natural world, when they have their cycle of creation and production, right? They, if anything, <clears throat> uh, support more life and complexity with every iteration, uh, where you start off with like some amount of water in the water cycle, some amount of um, nutrients and minerals and with every cycle um, there's um, an ecological evolution there's more organisms more complex organisms supported than were before and there's no such thing as a waste there's Everything is a resource in some way, right? It's a closed loop. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So why can't we um, learn to create that way too? Mm -hmm. And anything, create anything that way. Yeah. So that's what I would like to figure out. And that's why we need your organs, Sid. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Don't you want to be part of something bigger than your organs? Mm -hmm. (laughs) For once in your life, Sid, you'll be part of the solution. Parachute. Yeah. Cool. On Mars. <laughs> Check that out. <laughs> Sid's on Mars. Mm. Well, his spleen is. <laughs> okay, so is that essentially what you're working on now, Livia? Working on improving your grappling, improving your mad scientist ways, Any anything else that you're currently working on? Those are the two things I'm working on. The two main focuses for your life story? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess personal enlightenment. <laughs> personal personal alignment. Enlightenment. Oh, enlightenment. Okay. Yeah. So I guess like those, if I had to like pick three. That's, that's your three? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which 
I mean, I guess, like, you know, like, I realistically can't do more than three, like, can't, like, give as much to more than three. Mm-hmm. But So those are the big three that, that you're focusing on? Yeah, those big three, I'd be, like, pretty proud of, like, how I'm living life. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, in general, if you're a mad scientist, contact Livia somehow. Right. Somehow. Somehow. <laughs> They'll send a message in a bottle. You can use like the primitive technology. Primitive to technology. Me. Smoke signals. <laughs> the the email. The the, the email. <laughs> the humble email. The, the humble the humble email. Because I don't yeah. use the Twitter. <laughs> don't don't use the Twitter. <laughs> and exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um. Or you know um, when I. Um, learn telepathy when you learn telepathy yeah. is that one of your mad scientist experiments too maybe it should be maybe it should be <laughs> shift that <laughs> sustainability for what moving shit with my mind or reading minds that's the real yeah mm-hmm. they're pretty much interchangeable yeah it would be <laughs> climate change yeah it'd be probably pretty energy expensive to make your mind do that but then your jujitsu would be that much better. Yeah. Yeah. A closed loop, if you if you will. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now, so you're five months in, um, into grappling. So what? I mean, I know you're enjoying the process, but where where do you see yourself? Let's say like in a, in a year, you see yourself still doing it. But definitely. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> I mean, I know you can't see the future, but ideally, what, like, do you, do you see like any anything particular you'd want you'd want to be at? Um. Yeah, well, I guess um, I would definitely. Like, I have kind of like some mental benchmarks of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what I hope I can accomplish. Yeah. Right. Um. Like, I think it would be really cool to. Uh. Like, get to. Um, a blue belt level of proficiency of grappling mm-hmm. uh, within a year. Got it. Um, which, I mean... And then gonna, quit. And then quit. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, then... Sounds right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think so. I mean, I... Like, I think... I think my mind is becoming impervious to blue belt blues. Mm-hmm. Well, only one way to find out. Right. That's right. So That's what they all say. Here you go. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. So, um, mm. let's see. So then, I guess, that's my, like, immediate goal. Mm-hmm. I would like to, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just, um, progress, um, as much as possible. Mm. Um, and do what I can to optimize that. I mean, I definitely... I want this to be, you know, a daily routine, mm-hmm. and when things open up, I'll have, like, I'll be able to expand my jujitsu family even more. Mm-hmm. So, what about your Barambola goal? Mm, that I hope to hit him with that Barambola. It's not the Barambola. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that I. That's gonna be like a pretty. That's gonna be a highlight of my jujitsu journey. Is 
when I finally Barambolo Endo. <laughs> I very much look forward to that. And I like how it's just specifically, yeah, that guy right yeah. there. Specifically him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you want to do this at the highest level? Nah, nah, just on this one guy. <laughs> yeah. Nah, this one guy, that's it. Really has it coming. Yeah. That's right. That is... Yeah, so I want to be doing that on a near-daily basis, uh, and that's what I envision myself doing in a year. Mm -hmm. I um, envision myself having optimized my learning even more. Optimized your learning, okay. Which, yeah, I guess um, I'm not just learning grappling, I'm also learning how to learn. Learning how to learn. Pedagogy. Mm. In a way, yeah, I guess so. I don't know what that word means. I just said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, th- I thought you were saying pedigree at first. I was like, what kind of pronunciation is that? <laughs> yeah. I think for me, it's not pedagogy so much as, uh, like, in the sense of, like, no curriculum. But, yeah, in the sense of, like, how do I make my brain um, be more of a heavy hauler? Right, uh, like maybe I, like you know, watch more matches and just have more stuff percolate into my subconscious, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then of course more experience is also like the way to do that. And, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> various other aspects of my attention and awareness mm-hmm. can affect how much I'm extracting out of the time I put in. Yeah. Looking to optimize that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then, of course, um, you know, fun is sustainable. So keeping it fun. Yep. <laughs> yeah, which I haven't had an issue with that. It's been a, it's been great. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's call that good. Cool. Any mad scientists out there? Hit Livy up on the humble email. That's right. And yeah, thank you, everybody. Goodbye.